Welcome back, everyone. We are The Three Podcasts. As everyone knows, as of November 5th, which is today when I'm recording, the presidential election is still underway and we are pushing back episode 11 and bringing you in this short discussion about our thoughts on how the election is going. And this episode was recorded on November 4th. Enjoy. All right, guys, we are back and it is a day after election day. There has been a lot happening, as always. All right, Lynn, what were you saying? I was just talking about um, Oregon decriminalizing small amounts of uh, cocaine, heroin, and other drugs. Yeah. And it basically, I brought up a New York Times article here just to make sure I'm clear on it. But it just makes possession of small amounts of what have long been considered harder drugs a violation similar to a traffic ticket and no longer punishable by jail time. Yeah. And the law also funds drug addiction treatments from marijuana sales tax. So awesome. Yeah. So basically their plan is to get people who have the who have a drug problem help instead of throwing them in jail and locking away the key. I just realized I said that wrong. Locking them in jail and throwing away the key. The exact backwards of what I said. But yes, that. <laughs> yes, that. Yeah, I um, I mean, I've seen a couple things actually about that from people who are um, quote unquote Christians being like, oh no, drugs are being legalized. And I'm like, actually, they're not legal. They're decriminalized, which is not the same as being legal at all. Yeah. And it's like this kind of like fear that everything's going to go to fucking hell in a handbasket without actual proof. And it's like not thinking again, like we talked about in the previous episodes of like <laughs> asking why is the person doing this versus just automatically claiming them as to be degenerates and evil and all that crazy fucking shit yeah well you know it's it's also like looking on this subject it's also looking at like how and why and when everything quote became you know drugs drugs became illegal right yeah there is a definitely if you actually look into when drugs actually became illegalized there is well you'll see a pattern i don't uh I've looked only into a little bit of it, but um, yeah, it, it definitely plays into racism. It plays into fears. It plays into that conservatism, the religiousness of it all. And it, it's all like a weird combination if you actually right. look at history. Yeah. And, the you know, the morality and, you know, morals get lathered all on top of it. And yeah, it's not yep. pretty. No, it doesn't help nobody to be just thrown in jail instead of actually dealing with your the problems that you're going through. It's like people aren't just addicts because they're addicts. There's a reason as to why this is happening for someone. So it's like maybe now we can actually start dealing with the problems and lowering the rates of these usage of hard drugs like, you know, cocaine and, and meth and, and heroin. Jazz. And, yeah. mm-hmm. Right. Which is absolutely destructive onto anyone's life, you know, Um so it's like it's a it's I think it's a great step in, in in the right direction for sure, but um moving on to election presidential election stuff I don't know what you're gonna call it <laughs> Jesus I yeah 
yeah, this uh, this very fun election. I don't know about you guys, but even though I knew that there weren't going to be any actual results last night, I still kept waking up probably about every half hour with like this urge to go check and see what's going on. I don't I don't know if you guys shared in that, but I feel like a lot of people probably did. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't go to bed till like one thirty. Mm. And I kept, you know, checking, you know, checking everything. In, and that's like, oh, shit, I really need to go to sleep. I made it till 530. Because <laughs> I literally passed out. But yeah, I made it till 530. So, yeah. So um, the way in which I've been going about it, well, there's a couple different ways. So one, obviously, I was talking to friends during this happening. Obviously, the podcast ladies, um, as well as other other friends and family, like checking in on them. So that helped a lot to like kind of curb anxiety. But I try to I've been trying to just be like, you know, no matter who wins this, which obviously I'm my mind is set on on Biden winning this. But no matter who wins this, that we will survive and we will get through this because you know, even even with Biden winning, there's still like a lot of work to be done. So it's like, no matter what, we still have work to do. So it's like, not the end of the world. Um, we will get out of this. Come hell or high water. I think that that may just be a part of the American spirit, let's say. Um, so I, I kind of like after we got off, yes, last night from watching all the stuff on the election, I, I turned everything off. And I started watching Mr. Mr. Davis on YouTube, who does these um, no sleep spooky stories, and he reads them, which is amazing. <laughs> so it's like, reality was more scary than listening to these horror stories, which is kind of fucking hilarious. <laughs> but it helps in a weird way, where I'm like, this this is definitely not as scary as... So it kind of like, I just like went into a little bubble, and I just like got tired, and then eventually like, we went to bed around like like one o'clock and I didn't check anything until until the morning um but my my boyfriend is like following politics so he's like been keeping me updated and I've just been not checking pretty much anything uh, you know obviously just a few of the the more important stuff of like you know if states are one and what's going on with that but everything has been pretty much verbatim to what I was expecting Trump to do which is one, engage the people at, what is it, like 3 a, 2 a.m.? 3 2 a.m. or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Being like, I won! And it, and everyone's like, but no, you didn't. No. Because, <laughs> um, well, PA and multiple key states still have to be counted, which we mentioned on our podcast, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, um, being like, no, <laughs> no, we're, we're still waiting for everything to come in. And as of this point, Biden has won uh michigan and what was wisconsin oh yeah wisconsin. that was recently called and i think we're waiting on final results for arizona and i as far as i've heard pa we won't know until thursday or friday i believe i read yeah but okay. governor wolf has been pretty hard set on explaining that everyone's vote will be counted come hell or high water which is mm -hmm. great because that is democracy it doesn't matter how much Trump supporters want to try and break down officials' doors who are counting votes, these votes will be counted. Right. It's like, you can stop your hissy fits, please. That'd be great. 
Seriously, guys. I think we're waiting on Georgia, too, because they had some issues. They had some technical issues. Yeah, I was I was reading that there was a county that one machine had a data corruption on the um on the card itself and they had to um they can get all the information off of it but they're double checking everything because of that which makes sense and i mean the fact that that's like one of the only issues they're reporting around the country with that kind of stuff is like we've actually had a very smooth election all things, mm-hmm. all things into consideration. And that's what they keep saying in Pennsylvania, too. Every time they're talking about the election, they're like, you know what? This was actually fairly smooth. Like, it yeah. went well. Well, I think what really helped, because um, my boyfriend has family in Philly, what really helped was those early voter days, actually. So then the polls during actual election day weren't, mm-hmm. like, they weren't bogged down. So people came in waves or voted by mail. But they came in waves versus like everything all at once, which I could understand, especially because the voter turnout, as far as I know, has been the biggest it has been in years. So far, Joe Biden has gotten more votes for the presidency than any other candidate in history because of the voter turnout. That's yes. Amazing. Yep, It is amazing. Yeah. I wish that we could have had that we could have had the early voting outside of the bigger cities, but bigger cities like Philadelphia in Pennsylvania were the only one that were the only areas that had the infrastructure for the early voting. There, right. It just wasn't logistically a thing around here. Um, the county I live in actually went on the news saying that they just didn't have the resources to be able to do early voting, right. which, and, and when you think about it, like like all the poll workers at my polling station were just – they were all at least over the age of 75. Mm-hmm. Like we – like the people who are doing this are older Americans who have limitations in the sense that there's only so much they can do. So it makes sense that it's taking so long to be able to go through and count all of those because if that's true across the state – and there's only five of them in a, in a voter area, and then they have to count all of those. I mean, obviously, this is anecdotal, but I could see how they wouldn't have the logistics to actually be able to do early voting and more than just election day. I mean, it's super smart to ha- be able to have early voting within like a city and where voter suppression usually is the highest. So it's like being able to do those. It's that just it just worked out. Just worked yeah. out in a good yeah, way. Yeah, I think it, considering everything that's going on in the United States, that voting voting went as smoothly as anybody could have imagined. I I think like this is kind of a really good like uh, test to see that people can actually be engaged with politics and with what's happening. So it's like mm-hmm. there's I mean, it seems like people are like they understand how important it is. And it's like, I don't know, it's just it's really good to see that so many people are actually engaged and that they like this matters. And I, it's just really nice to see, um, regardless of all the crazy shit happening, you know, because we obviously know Trump is, you know, trying to 
be like, well, this happened and I win. And he's like calling victory where it's just like not apparently he's manic on Twitter from what yes. some of my friends are saying. And that his stuff is all flagged by Twitter as being either like false or partially false. Yes. Um, <laughs> which is wonderful to hear because that definitely yes. is super important because it's just like. What are you doing? Yes. Oh, and the other thing, the other thing I read is they, um, Chris Christie, when the president, when the president said he won last night, Chris Christie mm-hmm. actually countermanded him. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I don't like him that much, but okay. All yeah. Right. All right, Chris, I see you. Yeah. <laughs> he, he came out and don't quote me, you know. This is the overall idea is Chris Christie came out and he's like, no, you know, Trump did not win this election. We have to wait for all the votes to be counted. Yeah. I was like, Good. damn. I guess COVID knocked some sense into him. I think it did. It scared it scared him a good bit. That's good. Yep. Yeah, I was I was like, okay, that's you know, that's a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. A step so, anyway. It's a step. Hey. You know, you know, teeny tiny steps will still get you there. Yeah, I'll take all the I'll take all the steps we can get at this point. Oh, so you have so you have Trump losing his shit and threatening. He's actually suing Pennsylvania, by the way. <laughs> we don't even have the quotes. There's did no votes counted. <laughs> did you see the CNN headline? Oh no! I, I I was busy at work, so I'm I only have just recently caught up on stuff, so. It was, it was like, I forget the exact wording. I'll have to try to find it. But Trump sues Pennsylvania for reasons unknown. <laughs> and I'm that's like, yes. Yeah. That's Pretty literally much Trump's it only game. That's, that's Trump's only game. His he's game a, is to try look, and sue. He's, he's a, a bully. bully. Yeah. He is, the, he is the archetypal epitome of a bully. That's it. Yep. That's it. <laughs> Bruce Bruce was shit on backwards. <laughs> I'm not drunk. Okay. I I don't know. Yeah. Yet. So anyway, so like Trump's going off the deep end and losing his shit and threatening everybody and proclaiming that he has won the election. Yeah. And then this afternoon, I think it was maybe around, I don't know, 430. 530 i'm not sure exactly what the time was um but um biden came on and spoke yeah and it was it was it was it was wonderful um it was the man very nice yeah the man was i mean he was very composed he was very he was very presidential and um yeah, I was actually like tearing up at the end a little bit because it was just such a wonderful difference. Yeah. And um, yeah, and it's as he's talking, I was like, I was imagining, you know, hearing, you know, on the TV that, you know, he won the presidential election. Yeah, I think I think we all just need to like kind of like keep pushing our thoughts towards Biden winning this election so we can start to actually implement actual change because the fact is you know like i said before it's like even when biden wins that there's still more work to do like it doesn't stop here and we just have to keep our minds forward and and just imagining biden getting the presidency 
because that's a much easier battle to fight than it would because it, just no battle to fight with Trump. Like it's zero sums game. And at least with Biden, we have a fighting chance to really implement actual change because, you know, we see we saw what he wanted to do with with Obama. So it's like, OK, let's just keep taking those steps. And it's a step in the right direction. And that's exactly what we need for the country. You know, obviously, we know the Trump mindset isn't going to just disappear with Biden winning, but it's at least a step in the right direction. So it's like we have hope. Obviously, he's starting to win really important states. So we just have to be patient. And as as Hamilton says, we must wait for it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And something else to keep in mind, too, like what you're saying, saying, Brie, is there's still work to do. And and I, I think I think the mindset, at least in this 21st century, has been that instant gratification Mm-hmm. Uh, especially for like the younger generations yeah and there really is no such uh, there is no such thing because yeah it might feel good in the moment you know you get that you know hit of dopamine in your brain and it's like yes however it doesn't really accomplish anything and a really a really good example of this is affordable care act and, you know, Obama and Biden, they both talked about this, is that was just the beginning. That wasn't finished. Yeah. It's like what we talked about with the 25th Amendment being written. It was just the beginning. It wasn't finished. And that's what Jamie Raskin and Nancy Pelosi are trying to do now. They're trying to expand upon it. Mm-hmm. We can always take it that step further. And I don't think there's ever going to be a point where we're ever done because there's always going to be something more to strive for and to work towards and to change. Yeah. It's that, it's that idea of evolving that thought or evolving that policy or Mm -hmm. yeah. Any, any, anything it's that, that evolution that happens. And, you know, it's like the hope for parents, their hope for their children is that they get further than than the parents have you know they're that they're that better version of you know they get further further in their life and it's just like you hand that off to the next generation or you hand you know like the presidency you hand that off to the next um you know to the next white house Mm -hmm. and to to evolve that policy and unfortunately what has happened with this white house administration is is we we, we've taken so many steps backwards um but also again what it has done is showed us where you know where the systems need to be fixed it it like exposed all of those places Mm -hmm. that have been ignored or hidden and you know now we can actually see those you know we can see that uh, like with Nancy Pelosi and Raskin. Jamie Raskin. Raskin yep. is doing. It's like, okay, we see there's an issue here. This needs to be expanded upon. Um, so in lots of ways, what has happened in the past four years um, has given us a lot of insight and places that need to, you know, where work needs to be done. With that being said, before we end this, I just want to 
leave everyone with a quote of a tweet. It's actually from Martin Luther King III. He said, It's easy to lose momentum now that voting is over, but we can't stop now. Take a deep breath, pat yourself on the back for all you've done so far, then keep moving, keep working, and keep serving. And with that thought, that's what we're going to leave you for this episode. As of tonight, November 5th at 6.52 p.m. Eastern, states such as Nevada, Arizona, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, and Alaska are still counting ballots. And Biden is leading with 253 electoral votes, according to the New York Times. So most likely we're going to do like another quick episode as soon as the winner is called. So keep an eye out for that. And if you would like to see more of our content, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Three Podcasts. You can also head over to our website, the3podcast.com, for blogs, resources, and expanded info about our episodes. Until next time, The Three Podcasts, out. Mm-hmm.